Welcome back to Breaking Up with Michaela Simuntry. That's me, your host, and this is the podcast where we talk about breaking up, relationship advice, dating stories, and personal stories about some of the worst breakups, most embarrassing, or cringiest breakups of all time. So thank you for joining us today, and let's get started. Welcome back. Today's episode is brought to you by quarantine. It is day three of self-isolation over here due to the corona pandemic. I know by the time this episode airs, hopefully all of that will be ancient history. But for right now, I am trying to keep myself busy, stay productive, get ahead on some work, and just grind out some content. So today's episode, as you can tell by the title, is going to be about running into your exes because guess what? This has happened to me more times than I feel like it should have and I just wanted to share some stories and give you guys an update on my most recent ex who you may or may not know who that even is, um, but I'm going to save that until the end because it's pretty fresh right now as I'm recording Anyway, before we get started, just make sure that you are subscribed, following, leave a five-star review, and follow us on Instagram at breakingup underscore pod. I post a ton of content over there, whether it's regarding guests or any quotes that I use in episodes. Uh, Yeah, so that's just where everything will be. But with all of that being said, let's talk about some exes and let's talk about running into them because... I live in a pretty suburban, almost metropolitan area. I mean, I'm in Minneapolis, so depending on where you are in the city, like, it's a city and it's big. (laughs) But somehow, and you know, by nature of habit and just having a routine, knowing the other person's routine, I somehow have run into a handful of people. And it's funny because in high school, We used to talk about this all the time, but I went to a very small high school. Like, there were only 96 kids in my grade, super small, about maybe like 25 minutes away from the house that I grew up in. Yet, no matter where my friends and I would go, even if I was by myself with my parents, no matter where I went, I would always run into someone from my high school because it was such a, like, a place that people from my high school would go to. And it just kind of shows that people have habits and routines. And after dating someone, you go on with your own routine, and so do they. And somehow you still end up finding yourselves in the exact same spot. One of these stories is literally like, I don't want to say fate because that makes it sound like happy-go-lucky, oh my gosh, this was meant to be, when really it was like, wow, what are the odds? So I guess, yeah, let's start with that story because that is kind of the worst one that I've got. I mean, best, but at the time, it wasn't that great. Uh, Before we do, though, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. In case you didn't know, this podcast officially has merch. If you like the Breaking Up podcast logo, then you'll love the hoodies, t-shirts, phone cases, mugs, socks, like you name it, that we have available for purchase. I felt super inspired by my creation of the logo with the hand squeezing the heart that I wanted to make some collections of merchandise, so definitely check it out. I tried really hard to design something for everyone, so there are a lot of options, colors, sizes, styles, we have pastels, 
We have an After Dark collection of just all black with white text and logo for more of a minimalistic or emo vibe, which I love. Some have the logo printed small and subtle and other pieces have it in the middle. I just really tried to find something that anyone and everyone could enjoy. Definitely check it out and see for yourself. You can shop the Breaking Up merchandise at teespring.com slash store slash Michaela dash or I know it's a lot easier to just click a link, so that will be in the podcast description as well. You can also find it on my YouTube channel as well, and even on the podcast's Instagram at breakingup underscore podcast in the description of that account. I have a coupon code for you listeners too, so if you use the code BREAKINGUP in all caps, you'll receive 15% off of your total purchase. This is another great way to show your support of the podcast. Even if you just give it a glance, I'd really appreciate it, so go check out my merch. This podcast wouldn't be made possible without listeners like you. And if you want to get more involved to help support the show, you can go to anchor.fm slash Michaela and click the support button. It only takes a couple seconds, but your donation can really help sustain the future of this podcast. So if you want to support the show and get more involved, consider becoming a listener supporter today. And we're back. Okay, so let's just dive right into the story of running into one of my exes because it still shakes me in the sense where I'm like, how the heck did this even happen? And it kind of, um, I don't want to say ruined the whole day because if he ever heard this, let's not give him that power, but it did change the day. So last summer, my boyfriend Tyler and I went to the Minnesota State Fair It goes on for, I think, 10 days. Huge. (laughs) I don't want to brag, but we are known to have one of the best state fairs in the nation. (laughs) We decided out of those 10 days that the fair was open to go on this one specific Saturday. We uh, originally were going to take like a city bus there because the state fair had buses going to and from the fair, I think, for $5 round trip. And parking at the state fair is just impossible and difficult and expensive. So we're going to take the city bus and we are going to get on at a stop close to our apartment. However, the time came, the spot by our apartment turned out to be by the Mall of America, which is touristy AF. And if you are from the Midwest or Minnesota, you know that the Mall of America is a place that you tend to avoid. I go maybe once a year. It's just always busy, crazy, huge, and full of people. It's fun if you're visiting. It's fun if you have people visiting that aren't from Minnesota. But if you're from Minnesota, we don't go down there. So once we realized the bus stop was down there, we were like, well, let's just go to a different one. And this is where the whole like habits and routine thing come into play because the last two prior years to going to the state fair, I went with an ex of mine and we would always get on this one bus stop in Uptown. So I was like, let's just go there because I'm familiar with it. It's a halfway mark. It has free parking for our cars and then we can just hop on the bus and go to the fair. So we go there. We're in the parking lot looking for a spot to park our car before loading the bus And I see this couple like walking in front of us in the lot and they're holding hands and they have a backpack on and they're like ready to go to the fair, right? So I look at the backpack and I'm like, oh, that kind of looks like my ex's backpack. (laughs) Then I look at his leg. Well, then my eye kind of like goes towards his leg and I'm like, oh my God, that's his tattoo. (laughs) That's my ex of two years, like the major serious one. 
and we're slowly driving by them because we're looking for parking spots around my ex and his current girlfriend holding hands. And I duck in my boyfriend's like very tiny sports car. And I just look over at my boyfriend and I'm like, drive faster. (laughs) He's so confused. He's like, why? And I'm like, that's my ex. And it got really awkward. And we found a spot um, across the street. And I realized we can't get on that bus anymore because my ex and his new girlfriend are sitting on that bus. So I'm sitting in the car with my boyfriend and we're just going to wait. The bus comes every 15 minutes. So I'm just waiting for that bus to leave so we can board the next one. And part of me, you know, that saying where it's like, dress like you're going to run into your ex and like success is the best revenge or always look like you're about to run into your ex. It did cross my mind and I was not prepared. I was not dressed to run into my ex and he and I, as much closure as we got and as like, I don't want to say good terms, but like we uh, got a lot out on the table. We were able to say everything we wanted to say and it ended... I think at the point where like it had to end and I felt good about it, but I hurt him in the end. And he said some pretty mean words that night. And I just, I mean, I think I have videos or maybe a podcast episode talking about that, but it was, it was good, but it was bad, you know? And I just felt like maybe that anger would still be present in case if, if we ran into each other, let alone being stuck on one bus to the fair for like half an hour. And these buses are packed. Like every single spot's taken. They cram as many people as they can to stand up on the bus. So there was a high chance that it would have been really awkward and he would be really close to me. And oops, forgot to turn my phone on silent. Oh, where was it? Oh my God. Now all my sounds are going off. Such a professional studio. Sorry, guys. Anyway, it would have been really awkward. There would be a high chance of just like being in really close proximity with him and his new girlfriend. And I just didn't want that energy. So we're waiting for the next bus, my boyfriend Tyler and I, and it's going okay. I'm realizing that I probably should have worn a different outfit and I started to get very self-conscious. And when I vocalized this, Tyler was like, why does it matter? Like, why do you care? Which brought me back down to center to realize, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't care about this and it doesn't matter. I'm good. Then it hit me that not only did we run into my ex in the parking lot on the bus stop to the fair, but it means that he and I would both be at the fair all day, which meant a very high chance of running into him again. So I spent the whole day kind of like with my guard up, so afraid of like being in a big crowd and then suddenly having him right there or being in line and he would be like right there and knowing my luck, my fate, like whatever, that could probably happen. And that's what I mean with like fate and like what are the odds? Because Tyler and I were going to go on a different bus. We spent time driving around. Also, I spent time getting ready that morning. Like we decided to go to a different bus stop. What are the odds that out of all of these times we left in like the middle of the afternoon, super random, what are the odds that at that exact same moment my ex is getting out of his car with his girlfriend going on the bus? Like if we were 30 seconds earlier or 30 seconds later, I wouldn't even have seen him. But the fact that our like paths crossed in that very moment freaks me out because it is like a thing of habit you know that is the spot where he and I would go to the fair for the last two years probably around that exact same time so it became like a cyclical thing 
Yeah, so for the next like 12 hours at the fair, I had my guard up freaking out that I would run into my ex and it wasn't a good way to enjoy the Minnesota State Fair, which is one of my favorite summer memories. And then um, and then I run into some of his friends and I'm visibly shaking, so afraid. Uh, luckily, though, the friends that I did run into were very nice. They had always been nice to me, and they hugged me, asked how I was doing. I think I introduced Tyler, but I also think he was kind of like, who are these guys, and kept a distance. I don't remember, because to be honest, I was way too focused on the fact that I ran into his friends, and I was worried that my ex would be, like, very close by. Luckily, he wasn't, and I don't even think they mentioned that he was, or maybe they did, because I feel like I said I saw him. I don't know, but I'm just really grateful that they were kind and nice. And out of everyone that I ran into that day, I'm really glad that it was like those friends out of that group. Um, But I really didn't feel calm again until we got on the bus ride back home. And I was afraid to get on that bus too, because it would have taken us back to the exact same bus stop. But yeah, that was (laughs) the story of running into my ex at the state fair and how crazy timing it was. Really strange. Yeah. The next story is actually a time when Tyler ran into one of his exes. So this story, Tyler and I are actually celebrating our one year since going on our first date. We kind of had a few anniversary dates, so we decided to celebrate a year since going on our first date in December, but we were not officially dating until like mid-January, but end of December, we decided to go back to the same restaurant that we went at for drinks the year before when we initially started seeing each other, and just to have like a fun little like, oh my god, it's been one year since we got drinks kind of night, like a casual anniversary. So we go inside the restaurant, the server seats us, and the first table that we pass, this girl and I we're so close we could have brushed shoulders, you know, like she was standing with her party holding a drink and I was walking by. She and I make eye contact and it was the type of contact where I was like, oh, do I know you? Because there was like a connection in the eye and <laughs> that sounds so romantic. There was a connection. Um, but I sort of recognized her too. And then she did the whole like glance up and down, you know, like checking out my whole outfit and I'm like, oh, damn. And then she looks at Tyler and immediately looks away. And I'm like, shit, this is, I don't want to say her name, but you know, this is the girl. This is his ex before me who I knew of and I've seen pictures of. So that's why I recognized her. And she probably had creeped and seen pictures of me. And that's why she recognized me as well. But you could tell from the moment that she looked at me that she knew who I was and that when she saw Tyler, like she knew he would be with me. So she looks at Tyler and then she goes back to her party and our entire night, the energy, you could just tell it was over. Like also, is that a bad sign for an anniversary to be seated two tables away from your ex and her husband? Yeah, that's the kicker too, is that they only broke up like seven months before she got married. (laughs) So part of me is like, are you even over Tyler? But that's a whole nother story for another podcast episode. Anyway, we get seated at our table. Tyler hasn't said anything to me yet, but he chooses the seat that faces away from his ex's table. And he goes, I'm going to sit here because I don't know if you noticed. And I interrupted him and I was like, I know, I saw, I know. 
So it was almost like an unspoken instance where we just both knew what happened. And of, of course, we talked about it during dinner and she kept looking at us and she had different friends walk by and it was really awkward and I just felt like a lot of glaring. I can't be mad at her because if I was out to eat with my like friends and husband and I saw my last ex that dumped me with his current girlfriend, I'd be just as pissed off as well. So that's very valid. But it was very, in my head, it was like, wow, this is really bad luck. I don't, is this a bad sign? Like, I don't know if this is going to be good for us celebrating our anniversary with your ex across the room. Um, So it was kind of a tainted anniversary celebration, but I think we were able to laugh about it because we came home after that just kind of like, wow, I can't believe we ran into her. And then bringing up the state fair and being like, oh, I can't believe we ran into him. So we were able to look at it lightly and it is kind of like, what are the odds that we both have run into our exes with each other at different times when the city is so big and his ex doesn't even live where we live. So that's the other thing. I mean, we don't really know that because she's married now, but she wasn't in the same area. We were very, Tyler and I got drinks like very close to our apartment. So it was crazy that she was also so far away from where she at least used to live when he and her were dating. Um, where it's like, what are the odds that you're at this restaurant at this time? And she like had just sat down, like her table only had drinks, no food. So we were both there for about the same amount of time. And at some point she walked by to go to the bathroom and we were like, now's our chance to run. So we left at that moment, but it was interesting to say the least. And what's crazy too, is that wasn't the first time that Tyler had run into that ex. He actually... A while back, like before this happened the first time, was at Target really close to our apartment. Again, very far away from the Target where she lived, so it was strange. But he was just grabbing an umbrella, and I think we were heading out somewhere later that night because he was like doing a Target run before he and I got together later that day to like go do something. And he texts me saying, I'm pretty sure my ex and her fiance is here. Um, and he said that like they made eye contact and she like grabbed her fiance's arm and like walked the other way and we started to refer to this certain target location as like the one to avoid because that even though it was like the smaller target it wasn't a super target and it wasn't the one that I preferred to go to it was just the closest it became the target that he and I would run into people in our lives that we did not want to run into like people that it would just be awkward with like people that I used to work with or exes and stuff like that so We just, whenever we'd go to that Target, we'd run into someone that we did not want to say hi to, but it was just another instance where he ran into this girl twice throughout our relationship, both times being in certain areas that aren't close by for her, and it was also instances where it was like, wow, if one of the people were like five seconds earlier or later that wouldn't have happened so what are the odds and what does it mean so those were some of the times that uh both my boyfriend tyler and i have run into our exes and it is crazy that in such a populated city of minneapolis we have somehow crossed paths with people from our past i mean i know that's super common and everyone has stories like that but when it happens to you it just kind of blows your mind because it's like wow really universe it's funny because the first time i ran into my ex-boyfriend at the state fair like up until that time i thought i would be okay seeing him and not like i had never had any thoughts of wanting to reach out or needing closure or anything like that but 
you know, there were times where it's like, oh, I wonder what it would be like to see him or to say, I like, I feel like we would be cool and just kind of be like, hey, how are you? But the moment that I recognized his backpack in that parking lot and I saw his identifying tattoo on his leg and I knew it was him, I didn't want to be anywhere near him. Like that calm and collected thought of like, yeah, we would be civil and say hi. No, I ducked in the car and told my boyfriend to drive faster. So I I wasn't ready. And maybe that isn't like a time sensitive case. Maybe I will just never, ever want to talk to him or be in that situation. But it really just shed some light on how I was really feeling about it and helped me realize like, yeah, everything happens for a reason and I don't need to have doubts or regrets because signs like that really show me what my body, like how my body responds to him, if that makes sense, you know? I also have a story which I wanted to include, but it's not like a direct running into my ex. Actually, I'll just say it and then I'll explain it. But a few months ago, Tyler and I were at a restaurant to watch a football game. It was like the week before the Super Bowl or something. It was a big game. So Tyler's brother was in town and we were going out to watch the game on the big screen and have some drinks and I was meeting his brother and it was like a really fun, chill night. It was going great. It was very casual, but very fun. And we, uh, I don't remember what the issue was. I think we needed something from our server. Either that or... Tyler was mentioning something about the server because I used to be a server. So now Tyler is also very conscious of like habits that servers have or, you know, whether they give you a check or how they phrase things. He'll turn to me and be like, is that what you do? Or <laughs> It's kind of cute, but I don't know. Our server was at the booth behind us and Tyler either said like, oh, she's right there if you need her because I think I wanted something or he was pointing out something that she was doing. Either way, I turn around to look at the server and I realize that she's talking to my ex-boyfriend's roommate, the ex-boyfriend that I ran into at the state fair, like my only real ex-boyfriend, but yeah, so his roommate's there with a girl and I couldn't tell if that girl was the same girlfriend that I knew that like we have gone on vacation with and like I knew very well or if it was a recent thing because I knew that he and that girl were on and off, but from the back, like, she looked the same, so I really couldn't tell. And I also couldn't tell if his roommate knew I was there. Like, when I saw him, we weren't ducking or hiding our faces, but he was definitely talking to the server and just very narrow, nearsighted, like, he wouldn't have seen me. But I immediately turned around and got nervous and was like, oh my god, because... I kind of assumed that when I end on somewhat bad terms with someone that like everyone that he knows is also on bad terms with me, which if the roles were reversed, I don't think this would be the case. You know, if I ran into one of my friend's exes, I think I would be like cool and be like, hey, how are you? So, and he was like always nice to me. We always were very like on, we were always on good terms and Like, I got to know him pretty well because he was my ex's roommate and we were together for, like, two years. Not to mention that this is the guy whose house my ex and I stayed in when he and I went out to L.A. the first time, like, three years ago. So, he was very kind and he opened, he allowed us into his life and shared his house in L.A. with us. It was, he was a good person. And so I'm sitting there with my boyfriend and my boyfriend's brother, and I'm wondering, do I say hi? And at first, Tyler was like, do you want to go say hi? 
And my initial response was, no, 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 no. Like, he's on a date. He, my, that girl might be like, who is that girl? You know, I don't like I didn't know. And I couldn't tell if that was the same girl that I knew or not. So I also didn't want if it was her, it'd be chill. If it wasn't, it might be weird. And I didn't know where this guy stood with my ex. So what if, like, I just didn't want to meddle. I didn't want that text to happen where he would text my ex and be like, I ran into Michaela. So I just hid. And I became very self-conscious. We were there for a lot, like, until the end of the game. So we were there for a long time. And I regret not saying hi. I regret not being the bigger person and civil and asking how he's doing because this specific person did nothing wrong to me. If anything, he was always nice, always chill. He's also a Gemini. So like we would get along great and we had. And I just, I don't want my pettiness or stubbornness with my ex to overflow to his friend group, even though a lot of his friends don't like me. I don't think this specific friend had anything wrong with me. And if he did, he never spoke up about it or influenced my ex in any way. So leaving there, at first I was like, ooh, dodged a bullet. But then I also felt a little regretful because he, I wonder like if he would have said hi. I don't know. I also don't even, he had to have seen me at some point, you know? It's just, there's no way around it. Um, We were in the booths right next to each other. So that was another moment where I was like, wow, what are the odds? I'm here meeting my boyfriend's sibling and I have my ex's roommate just like, ghosts of my past following behind me. I mean, it wasn't completely random because this guy did work in the strip mall that we were having dinner at and watching the game. So I knew that that was like a logical reason why he would be there, but it was still like, wow, (laughs) what are the odds? Okay. So the last thing that I wanted to talk about in terms of running into my exes is most recent, very new. I debated whether or not to even talk about it. I didn't know if I wanted to even record this episode now that this has happened, but I think it will be good. It's not really a story as much as it is fears about something, but I just want to get my thoughts out. It'll help me process, and who knows, this might age well with time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I've got a collection of a few stories of the times that I've ran into exes. Oh, I could do a whole other podcast episode too on running into ex-friends, but I wanted to keep this just on exes because now that I think about it, there have been so many instances where I've run into ex-friends. To keep it short, I've got those collection of stories of the times that I've ran into exes and people from my past, and I just know that there will be more to come in the near future because... Ooh, I don't even know how I'm going to say this. And maybe at this point it will be posted on social media so you'll know. I also debated even keeping this private this time, but knowing me, I just don't think that's how I roll. Um, if you watch my Corona quarantine vlog, I do mention this in that video on my YouTube channel, but I don't know when that video is going. I mean, yeah, this podcast episode is going up in probably April, so that vlog should be up by now. Tyler and I have decided to split last night. It was kind of sudden, but once we started talking about it, like it was very prevalent in our relationship and we both knew that that was what had to happen. Um, He kind of initiated the conversation, but I mean, I couldn't argue with him on certain things because I knew he was right and 
our relationship just kind of fizzled out to friendship. Um, and I've realized that I just, I'm looking for something else. Um, we just, we weren't very compatible in the end and it's sad. I mean, it's always sad when a relationship ends, but it's sad because now I just think about all the great memories that we've had these last like 18 months, year and a half that we've been together. Um, but I'm trying to stay productive and move on. This is like the third time that he and I have gone through a breakup between each other. So maybe that's why I'm not as emotionally invested this time because I had my guard up for these last few months. I definitely wasn't fully trusting his intentions, which at the end, I don't know if I caused this because I was keeping my guard up or if I was just protecting my heart and I knew it was coming. But, you know, like I've been through this with him before. So at this point... I haven't cried yet, and that's shocking. This is the first time a breakup hasn't made me cry, so maybe I'm just, like, not as invested as I thought I was, or who knows? I mean, I'm going to have to process this with my journal later, but, um, yeah, so he and I broke up last night during the corona quarantine, so I'm physically stuck in my apartment by myself, trying not to lose my mind and just carry on with what I would typically be doing, but... This topic of running into exes, he will always, at least in the near future, he will be in my life. And this is going to be a tricky new territory that I have not yet dove into or explored. Meaning, if you know, Tyler is the property manager of the apartment complexes that I live in. So he's my landlord. He lives where I live and I will have to communicate with him on certain apartment-related things. He will be texting me as a mass text when it regards the apartment, and I will see his car in the parking lot. I know his routine, his habits. I will see his car drive by my front windows every other day when he comes home from the gym um, because he used to honk every time he passed my window to say hi. And it's going to be interesting trying to get over someone when they're still in your life. I have no experience doing this, but I just know that he and I will run into each other. I mean, before he and I even started dating, I'd see him in the parking lot. I would see him working outside. Like, he had to stop at my door to drop off some new mailroom keys to ask me for, like, stuff. Like, he will be in my life, and it's kind of scary, but, I mean, he and I ended... (laughs) Oh my god, I want to say he and I ended, like, amicably, but the last thing that I said to him was definitely, you're a dick, so. (laughs) But, I mean, okay, the reason I said that is because he broke up with me over text during this quarantine after I messaged him saying, I miss you, and he responds, do you really? And then, you know, the conversation kind of took off from there, but... Hopefully, we can be on good terms because we technically have to be. One of my biggest fears, though, with this is I, the last two summers, I loved this fact. And now I'm worried about it. But he mows the lawn on the apartment grounds. In the summer, like the first summer that I moved in, the first time I heard someone mowing the lawn and I looked outside and I saw this like sexy man shirtless and tan you know doing manly work I was like oh my god who is this man I think I knew it was my landlord too because I met him before but I was like oh my god I have the best landlord ever you know 
And then the second summer that he was mowing the lawn, he and I were dating. So I would always snap videos for Snapchat and take pictures and send it to him. And I'd show him how my cats and I all watch him through the window because I loved watching him mow the lawn. It was fun. And sometimes he'd come in afterwards or I'd see him. And this one time, I think I like sat outside in the courtyard drinking a beer while he mowed the lawn. It was very like homey. I don't know. I just felt it was comforting. It was nice. It was like... It felt like a Sunday afternoon at home, you know? So that's my biggest fear right now is hearing the lawnmower go off in the summer and knowing he's right outside my window mowing the lawn just based on the history of these last two summers. Uh, My throat is kind of clenching up just thinking about this, but (laughs) I don't want to cry. That is my biggest fear right now. And I just know that he and I will have to run into each other often. I mean, not too often, but often enough because he lives here and even when we were together I'd run into him when we didn't have plans before we were dating I'd run into him and after we dated I will have to run into him this is something that we have thought about as we were dating because we knew that if we broke up you know what's going to happen how will we move on and what will our situation look like the first time Tyler and I broke up my first thought that night when we broke up was, oh my god, I have to move. And I've moved past that. So now I know that I don't have to move. I just redid my office. I love my space. It's probably the most I can get with my rent price in terms of like space. So I and I love the location. Everything about this is perfect and I feel safe and you know, I know a lot about the apartments from being with Tyler for the last year and a half. So I don't want to move. I will not move over a boy, but it is scary knowing that he will be here. The first time we broke up, he was so comforting telling me, you know, like, because I would, I don't even know what I said, but he was like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, I'll always be across the courtyard. Like, I'm right there if you need anything. You can still text me, blah, blah, blah. Um, He wasn't that nice this time around, but that's why I said you're being a dick. (laughs) And um, I was mad at him. But I mean, come on, text, what the hell? So I know in my heart that that will not change. He will still always be there and I can still text him. But now I don't feel special. I am just another tenant and it hurts. I hate it. So I'm going to go through the healing process these upcoming weeks, maybe months, and all while being in quarantine for corona. So I don't know if that's going to help or just make this harder because I'm completely alone. But yeah, I mean, actually, it's going to be hard because not only am I completely alone, but the only person who I know who lives here, which is my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend, is no longer in my life. I mean, he is, but you know what I'm trying to say. So... Yeah, that is my most recent fear on stories of running into my exes, but and but you know what? I've done it before, and I've survived it, so I'll survive it again. I actually just wrote on one of my mirrors in my bathroom because I'm a big fan of writing inspirational things with lipstick on my mirrors in my bathroom, if you haven't noticed in videos or on my Instagram, but... This thought came into my mind last night when I was washing my eyelashes because when you get eyelash extensions, you have to wash them. Um, and it it's something that 
a guest on my podcast episode reiterated, I believe it was Maddie in the most previous episode, Um, but it's also something that I've heard and have told myself before, but when I was getting ready for bed and looking in that mirror last night, you know, just like an hour after we ended our relationship, this thought, this reminder came into my head and it's just the simple fact that you were okay without him and you will be okay without him again. So I am okay. I was okay before I met him, you know, and I will be okay after him again. It's just going to take time. So I wrote that with lipstick on my mirror as a reminder. So I remember so specifically too that day when I first felt okay after my hard breakup with my serious ex-boyfriend. I was redecorating my kitchen, organizing drawers, and I just sat on the carpet in my Christmas PJs, and I realized I was okay alone. And it was such a crucial moment for me. I'm pretty sure the next day Tyler asked me out, (laughs) and I just was so hesitant at first because, and I told him this too, like I had just learned how to be okay again. I don't know if I'm ready to be in a relationship. And that's one of the reasons why Tyler and I got drinks casually, but waited over a month or so before actually committing and dating because he was waiting for me to be ready for a relationship. But I'm waiting for that time again when it will hit me that I am okay. And right now, you know, it's hard and God, the tears haven't fallen yet, but it's because I'm trying really hard not to cry. It's like that TikTok where it's like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, because that's what I feel like right now. Um, Yeah, so I guess that was a little therapeutic for me just to vent a little bit, but I hope you enjoyed today's episode on hearing some stories of the times that I've run into my exes, and I'm curious if anyone else has some juicy stories of running into their ex. I probably should have reached out on my Instagram to ask you guys for some stories, but this was such a spur-of-the-moment recording. Like, with this quarantine, I am just, like, going hard with content, so I'm just trying to get as much done as I can to keep my mind distracted. But yeah, I hope that you enjoyed these stories, and wish me luck, guys, with this upcoming summer and the lawn care situation in my apartment. I'm going to have to be strong, but who knows? Maybe he and I will be on better terms. I really want to be, but I called him a dick in the last text and haven't heard from him since. So we'll see how this ends. Stay tuned for that update. (laughs) Um, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you guys next week. Bye. If you want to get involved, have feedback, or perhaps your own story you'd like to share, please email me at breakingupwithmikayla at gmail.com, or you can reach out to any of my social media and send me a DM. I'm always looking for future guests, so if you want to save your story for an episode to guest star on, be sure to mention that in your message as well. Don't forget to leave five stars, subscribe, and have a nice day.